This is Revisiting Haven. Hey, Havenites. This is Amy J, and with me is... This is Amy S. The Other. Amy, hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're going to be talking with Jason Sherko, Props Master for Haven. But as always, before we get into the fun stuff, just some news about Haven and uh, Nova Scotia today. Yeah, well, Haven-wise, uh, Amy, um, I've got, uh, I know our last podcast, we talked about what everybody in the Haven cast was doing, their other projects, and uh, Laura Manel, who plays Charlotte uh, in Haven, and as we know, she is Mara's slash Audrey's mother. Um, she's got a couple of projects coming up. Laura herself has treated, tweeted she's going to be on When Calls the Heart on April 25th on the Hallmark Channel. And then um, her fan site, Laura Manel Fans, tweeted, uh, that she's also got a, a Hallmark movie called Gourmet Detective that will be on May 16th. So a couple things that Laura Manel has coming up, if anybody's interested in watching those. Exciting. And, and we'll have links to the tweets, at least, on the yes. show notes. So you can definitely exactly. check it out there. Yes, for sure. So the other thing we wanted to talk about, um, at least briefly, and mention that we are sending our support out to our friends and family and cast and crew and all those involved with the film industry in Nova Scotia. Yes, and all the small businesses that live around it and support it. Yes. So for those of you who don't know, uh, recently, um, I actually don't remember the date that it happened, but uh, Nova Scotia is going to be cutting the tax credit. Yes. And that, and, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, Amy, I didn't mean to step on you there. I was going to say that's how Haven was made, and that's how uh, the film industry in Nova Scotia has become so successful and how they draw their productions to the province to film there is they offer the production companies, um, you know, kind of an incentive, a bit of a rebate to come film here. Right. If, if people had a, ch- a choice, I mean, of course, it's easier to film in Los Angeles because it's right there. Um, of course, they don't have the beauty of Nova Scotia, but... Uh, they when they go out and search for locations to film, usually Vancouver, Toronto, those are places people look at. Uh, Nova Scotia had the beauty plus a great tax credit, which was a great incentive for the show to actually film there. Right. Los Angeles really doesn't have any uh, financial incentives to film here anymore in this area. And uh, Canada most of the provinces do and Nova Scotia has the best one in Canada. Of course, they're the furthest from Hollywood, so they do need a, a you know, a pretty good incentive. But uh, it hasn't stopped wonderful productions from coming out there and filming, nor has it stopped Haven from coming back out year after year for the past five years. Yeah, that's why Haven was filmed. The Haven was made because of this uh, film tax credit that Nova Scotia offers. Without that financial benefit, uh, the production company would not have been able to give us Haven. They wouldn't have been able to produce it. So let me see if I can uh, break this down real quick for everyone. Um, Nova Scotia has a tax credit, or well, let's assume they have the tax credit. Shows like Haven come to Nova Scotia and film, thereby giving jobs to a number of cast and crew and a number of background actors who come on, writers, everything, right? So right. it's bringing a lot of business to there to them helping to pay their citizens. And then what happens is the show happens, it's made, it's shown, it's aired to the world, and it brings a spotlight to that area. So now people are aware of Nova Scotia because that's the home of Haven. You get tourists, you get them bringing money, which is put into the location, and that helps prosper businesses that are local. 
Plus the local production companies and, and, you know, the crews and the production companies, they all pump that money that they get that get back right back into the local economy there in Nova Scotia. Uh, you know, the tax credit was like $25 million, but it was a return back into the economy of like $135 million. Um, and all the businesses benefit. You know, if Havens and Chester filming the the uh, B&Bs and the inns and the restaurants and the gift shops and, uh, you know, everybody along in Chester benefits, right? Absolutely. Because the production is there and the cast and the crew are living there and tourists are coming there. and um, Tourists are still coming there. And right. I mean, I know this is a lot of, of government speak and, and politics that we're speaking at the moment, but it's, a, it's very important. And that's because a lot of the people that have helped produce this show, a lot of the people who watch the show in Nova Scotia are affected by this. Their livelihoods. Yes, our, our, yes, our friends and family who gave us Haven are affected by this. And they, a lot of them will have to leave the province. They will have to move out of Nova Scotia uh, pending, you know, the outcome of the situation. So we send them our best. We support them. Um, and if anybody's listening, wants to learn a little more, um, the best a website to visit would be screennovascotia.com. Follow and them on, go ahead, Amy. The link will be on the website. Yeah. All this stuff I'm going to mention, Amy will have on the website, on the podcast link. Um, follow them on Twitter at screen underscore NS. Follow the hashtag NS film jobs. And there's a bazillion million videos out there that explain this. Um, I've retweeted a lot of them. There's tons. But a good place to start, again, would be at ScreenNovaScotia.com. Or also uh, go to TheChronicleHerald.ca, which is the newspaper in Halifax. So we'll put all those links up. Um, But just sending our support to our friends in uh, Haven family in Nova Scotia. Yes. And um, one of the links that that is going to be in the show notes is a live stream that was is archived now, but a live stream of the rally that took place in Nova Scotia and a number of the cast and a number of the crew right. made videos of support and you can find that on there and, and watch it. And John Dunsworth was at the rally itself. A number of the background actors and actresses were there, um, including some of the crew, I think, were yes, actually lots, on the lots rally. Of, lots of the crew was there. Um, they participated uh, in the rally. They were on the stage. They helped put on the rally. We know Skana helped. We know Neil helped. Um, Stretch helped. I mean, they were all over the place helping to put on that event. So we, we send our support and our um, good thoughts and wishes to the people of Nova Scotia and hope that the government will understand that cutting the tax credit is not in the best interest of the people. Correct. So moving away from politics, however, let's talk about our lovely conversation with Jason Sherko. But to okay. do that, you guys are going to have to hear the interview first. So here it is. For those listening, can you go ahead and let them know what you do? What I do, I, uh, as props master, um, I look after everything that is manipulated or handled mm-hmm. by an actor, mm-hmm. which is different from the, the, the set the itself, sets, yeah. the set dressing. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, and I have a team of, I have a builder who's building all of our wonderful props for this. Mm-hmm. I have a buyer who's out shopping nonstop. I have somebody who's on the floor who's actually... You know, watching the actors and making sure everything's good, mm-hmm. and then I have someone else who's just helping me prep everything okay. at the same okay. time. So you got a whole crew that helps you get the stuff. Yeah, wow. it's not just me. Yeah, I'm usually sitting at a desk reading the script and making sure <laughs> okay everything goes smooth. Okay. So it sounds like that you you get the script and you kind of go through and say, okay, I need this, I need this, and then kind of 
yep. spread it out. So. Yeah, yeah. I'll read the script, and there's a lot of reading between the lines because a lot of props aren't actually scripted. Okay. Um, and then I'll go to the director, see what they thought. I'll go to the designer, see what mm -hmm. they think. Mm -hmm. what they're uh, is. Sometimes I'll go to the actor if I, because sometimes I'll know if an actor is gonna want a blue one. So, uh -huh. so sometimes I go to them and see, okay. do you like this prop? And they'll right. say, can we just do it a little different? Do and I'll, so it's. A, Trying to keep everybody happy because when, when it comes time to shoot, I don't want any hiccups. I don't yeah, want okay. people arguing about the prop when we're <laughs> standing there wanting to shoot the scene. Right. So, like, what's the most difficult prop you've been assigned to make, or up to season five A, without giving away season five? Yeah, without giving away the, the uh, five fourteen to five twenty six. <laughs> without pulling out, without calling on a certain prop, the hardest ones are the ones where there's no. What's the way I'm looking for? Anyway, there's no. If I say I need a bottle of water, everybody knows what a bottle of yeah, water is. But if someone calls the the black orb of aether, and no <laughs> one knows, well, I mean, that's what it look like. Yeah, it's, it, when it's when everybody yeah. has a different vision. Okay. Those are the trickiest ones because mm -hmm. you gotta sort of get go through the approval process, and then I like it and take it to this person. I like uh, can this be a little bit different, and it's sort of. I got now. Got to go back to this person, okay. and yeah. it's those are the hardest ones. The ones that there's no consensus, yeah, right? No real hard. Yeah. So do you make like prototypes and different versions, Absolutely. and go through a whole bunch, and yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, quite often um, before I even go to my, I'll, I'll get a general idea in my head. Um, I'll usually then call my builder, say, mm -hmm. say what do, what would you think if we made out of this? What would okay. you think if we made out of this? I get a rough idea because right. I'm also trying to price the. Oh, get the a materials general, and stuff? I'm, well, I'm trying to get a cost on what the build would be. Gotcha. I'm not going to propose that we build it out of 24 karat gold <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to find out that I'm going to need this much of it. Like, yeah. So I, I, so I get some prices, and then I'll usually just do some drawings on uh -huh. paper that are no commitment, and okay. send, send them to the writers, send them to the to Sean, you know, and okay. get, they get a general, yeah, it's good. let's go that way. Okay. Then I'll sort of start to build the prototype. Okay. Okay. And then show them, and then I'll tweak okay. it. What about going out and getting things or procuring things? Do you have anything that's been real hard to get your hands on, or would you make it instead? Yeah, or? today's online world. Or you get anything. It's okay. You know, the only difficult is um, time now. Okay. It's because when I read a script, I generally only have uh, two weeks before I need it. Yeah. Because I'm I'm only an episode ahead, really. Okay. Okay. And then when they throw it at me in the schedule, when oh we need that day one. So that's, that's gotta the be only thing is time, but even today's online, they're shipping fast, and yeah. the days of waiting eight to ten <laughs> yeah, exactly. weeks are, <laughs> are gone. Yeah. Well, Jennifer had mentioned that you kind of have more like 12 days now, since you're shooting the yeah. double blocks instead of right. the old seven, so is that helping this has, with you oh, as well? This year has helped quite a bit, okay. having the two blocks. Yeah, okay, a little more time. It's always nice to have that, it's like you've graduated. You do great, we're going to give you a few more days to get everything ready. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to like look at me for approval yeah. necessarily. We are prepping twice as much in the same that same that being said, we are doing twice as much work. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not just twice as much prep time. It's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it is it's it twice is. the time to do twice the work. It, it, so it, it when when the script when the schedule comes up comes out and I can prioritize, it's uh -huh. definitely better. Okay. So is know. there uh, looking over the seasons you've done, uh, is there one episode that stands out for you as a as a favorite that you've done? That's a tricky one. I've you've done, done a lot. I love what everything I've done on this show, and I don't. That's I'm so not cool. just saying that. No, I mean, that's awesome. It's well, we love the show. It shows. There's been a lot of fun, and 
Yeah, every episode I do something cool, and uh, I wish I could. That's okay. I mean, there's there for you. There's like seventy five episodes to kind of pick from, so I understand they might not stand it's out hard. as much. <laughs> yeah, it's a five years. But, I mean, yeah. it shows because I mean that's why we love Haven. We love so much about it, and it's a great show, and I think everything mm-hmm. comes through, and it, it resonates with the viewers, and we see it. So yeah. For each director, do you? A lot of the directors have come back, yeah. right? And we've had multiple new ones, but we've had more so recurring directors, I guess you'd say. Is there, um, do, does each director, do you find, have their own vision? And you kind of know, oh, it's him? Okay, I know. Do you change your approach based on the director? Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, but a lot of the directors come into this, I find they already know. Haven already has a very distinctive look, yeah. and with Sean being there, and he keeps the, he keeps everything mm. sort of this, you know yeah. in line. So it's it's not too it's, specific to a director. Then. No, not it's more, really. It's more yeah. Haven than it yeah. is to, to it's, a director. It's more subtle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it, the way directors are going to it's it's more some are going to be more hands on, mm-hmm. and some are, more, are going to trust that I'm just going to bring the right thing. Okay. Do you have to do any props like when you're on all these locations? And, I mean, do you have to build anything at the last minute? If something comes up on location or anything? Or it's not that? Uh, tweaking things. It happens. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So do you have to take like your equipment out to the low shoots and be ready to do stuff? Oh, yeah. I have a truck that travels with, with Wow. It's always within five minutes of set. Really? Every, oh, yeah. my gosh. So every time they go out on location, you're right there. Oh, yeah. Even, even when I'm in full prep mode oh, yeah. at the office. Uh-huh. I am always, I've got my walkie on, okay. I'm always tied to that set. Oh, wow. Because problems come up constantly. So you're not involved in every single scene, though. You don't have props for every single scene? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So everything they touch, so that would be every scene. Oh, yeah. So you're in charge of the guns? Yep. Are those real? No. no. Well, they're, they've been deactivated. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're real-ish. Yes, they were real once in their life. Are you in charge of the phones? How come Nathan always had that old flip phone for the longest time? <laughs> Duke? No, Nathan. Duke's phone is old. Okay, we need to get Duke a new phone. No, he loves that look. That, okay. is, that is an Eric Belfort special. Okay. He likes that Duke has old stuff, okay. old technology. He refuses to Okay. Because even Nathan looks modern. like he's on an iPhone now. Finally got rid of the flip phone yes. you know, after a couple seasons. and. Yes, that goes back to an original concept of Haven that Haven was lost in time and they weren't. Right, yeah. Haven itself was falling behind in technology. Okay. We were trying to keep stuff low. Uh huh. But today, but now, five years later, everybody expects that right. iPhone. Everybody expects right. those. So that's why we're, we are slowly okay. upgrading. You kind of reluctant to, to, but we did. Well, right. We kind of put texting into the scripts and stuff. That's every well, day it's a now, slow. So. It's yeah. a slow process, but yeah. that's kind of like Haven. We're behind the times, but you get there eventually. Yeah. yeah. So would you say, um, for our, to wrap up and for our um, listeners, how would you describe this upcoming season? It's, it's a question we're asking uh, everyone. Without, without giving anything away, what can we look forward to? I think the viewers will be happy. That's good. And that's all we need. That's all we need to know. That's yeah. true. It's true. I mean, <laughs> well, we didn't have any doubt, but... <laughs> <laughs> That helps. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. And that is Jason Shurko. It was so cool to get to talk to him, Amy. And, like, all the stuff that we see in Haven that he has to, like, procure, go out and get it, or make. There's so much stuff that his department makes for the show. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's, we actually saw the props truck. 
Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, let's, I'm getting away. Okay, so Jason was kind enough. We owe him a huge thank you to take us into the props truck. They, where, wherever Haven films, they have a truck with props that they may need. Um, extras. Truck, extras that, of things, things they've yeah. used before. Um, I mean, this truck was amazing. Yeah, so they don't go anywhere without the props truck because, as he explained to us, like Emily, uh, she may decide that Audrey needs her her notebook and her pen in this scene, and perhaps it wasn't written that way. So they have to have the props truck there to get these things. Because you don't um, want to go all the way back to set if you're filming on location. It just it doesn't make sense. You can't, right. Well, it's probably it's not feasible, right? That too. Uh, so you know, like from the coffee cups that they hold and um, the water bottles the, to the flour, the um, yes, the goo. Well, We'll have to put oh the aether balls. Yes, uh, Jason made those. Um, those are in the truck if they're required for a scene or uh, they're working the scene and they want to include the aether balls, things like that. Um, speaking of the flower, mm-hmm. uh, in the William episode, there is a video that shows how that was made. We'll put up a link to that. Um, there have also been some other videos up, and Amy will try and put the links up um, when they made the charred people for Survivor in season four. Um, there's a video that kind of shows the props team, how they made those charred people. Um, there was a video up of, of them making the Crocker boxes from season two and three, um, the Duke Crocker silver boxes or the Simon Crocker boxes. It's just amazing how much they have to be able to create. And it's also uh, amazing uh, how much they keep. Oh, yeah. So we met with Kelly, who's Kelly McDonald's, who, who is the assistant prop master. And we have to give her a huge thanks for taking time to meet with us and show us her props room. And I think Amy, she explained to us that they keep the props from these specific episodes for a whole season and then they get rid of them. Right. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's an amazing, uh, for someone who, who likes, uh, planning and logistics and things they they do a great job of keeping everything and tracking it. And oh, it's so organized. If they need something from the previous season, say uh, Duke's jacket that uh-huh. he had from the previous season, they, they can find that. Right. Or like a knife or, yeah. or again, like those Crocker silver boxes, something, you know. And then um, and we know she said that they keep it for a season and then they get rid of it. And that that goes in line with we know that at the end of uh, the filming that in December when they wrapped up, they had a sale of props and wardrobes and things like that. And. They do that at the end of every season because they rotate the props and the wardrobes out. Yeah, it, it's it's not an easy job at all because they have to keep track of so many things. I mean, think about just one scene and right. how many things are in that and then multiply it by the number of scenes you see in a 42-minute episode. Yeah, well, think of all the things that they touch or they're, they're you know, especially... Um... You know what? I wish we would have gotten to talk to him about guns and firearms and stuff. We didn't get a chance <laughs> to talk about that. But, um. There's so many things we could have kept talking to him about. Um, but Jason That's has done true. an amazing job. Him and his team, he's always um, with a he- headset or a walkie uh-huh. just in case they need him. Like he, right. He'll be anywhere on the set or in the truck, but he's always aware, has an ear out for what they're filming. Because if they call him or, or need him, he's immediately there. Exactly. And we should also mention that Jason has a very extensive resume. Um, he actually worked on the movie Titanic, which was filmed, parts of that were filmed in Halifax or in the Nova Scotia area. He actually worked with the Haven uh, uh, production designer, Jennifer Stewart, on some projects prior to the both of them being on Haven. Mm-hmm. And his brother, John Sherco, has worked on numerous episodes of Haven. So it really is all in the family. 
Um, his brother is more of an assistant director and a production coordinator is my understanding. Um, but it, it's amazing how many folks there, um, you know, the family that works in the film industry, right? Yeah, which again is not to go back to the politics, but that's why this is so important about the uh, tax credit. Yes. So this is the livelihoods, people's livelihoods. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. Um, without people like Jason Sherko, who takes care of these props and is props master, um, we'd probably just have a wall and actors. Yeah. Oh, and we exactly. Yeah, and what we should mention when uh, Kelly uh, was showing us some of her prop room and like she was in charge of license plates for all the vehicles in Haven. Oh, Things yes. like every little thing, you know, that we just take for granted or we don't even realize, but there's somebody in charge of that and somebody has to be on top of this and organize all this and make sure that all these things are ready to go. Yeah, and they're very careful. I mean, they, they have to make sure, you know, uh, is somebody using that license plate number or is somebody not? And there's a consistency that they have to keep. Right, you know, right. It's kind of embarrassing if they have two different license plates for the same car if the bronco had <laughs> different license plates you know that's that's a really crazy mistake but um people like kelly keep track of that and they're yeah. all did, didn't she say how interesting it is sometimes she'll get like um people who actually track that yeah some of the viewers track these things as well yeah <laughs> us fans uh more so anyone out there than me but you guys are good at picking out things and being like hey they used that before or yeah because a lot of the trucks i mean they only have so many license plates a lot of the trucks are reused the, the vehicles mm-hmm. so you may see a, a new license a license plate that was used on a a ford jeep or a ford car over a um something else mm-hmm. interesting but it is um it's amazing how much goes into these things like i said i've um, really appreciated everybody giving us their time and their insight. It, you know, you kind of know it, it's a big production to put on a TV show, but to learn all these little intricacies and everything that no detail is overlooked, it's um, it's very impressive. Very impressive. Yes. And so we're so thankful for Jason and his team for taking care of us and, and just showing us everything and helping us bring it to you guys. Um, yes. And thank you, Jason, for showing us the props truck. That was amazing. That was a nice, uh, nice treat for us. Uh, so before we sign off, um, I got some feedback that, you know, people should kind of get an idea of what's coming up. So on the next episode of Revisiting Haven, uh, we are down to the last three interviews, and I know everyone's going to be excited for them. Okay. Uh, up next is our interview with the lovely Emily Rose. Ah, our heroine, our star of Haven. Yes. And so that will be... Um, was it may may 3rd okay it should be around may 3rd so keep your eye out on that and if you haven't already check out the previous interviews we've done and just keep hanging in there guys uh we should get a start date soon yeah we still don't have our season 5b premiere date i'm i'm thinking it's going to be in the fall but i don't know it's just my best guess right and um on sci-fi.com the web page for haven says it, up there it says nothing will be the same when haven returns in 2015 so that's what we know that's what a lot of the crew and cast that amy you've asked them what to expect with season 5b it kind of follows right along with that that nothing's going to be the same yeah um, everyone's kind of had the same uh idea they, yeah they, that's i didn't allow different. right i didn't allow them to say the same thing but um <laughs> Yeah, so it's going to be off the rails, I think. We'll see. I know. I'm 
getting excited. I can't wait. This hiatus needs to end. <laughs> All right, guys. Till then, keep watching Haven on Netflix or iTunes or Amazon Prime, whatever you got. And we'll talk to you later. This is Revisiting Haven.